Welcome to Fresh Coast Jazz Backstage, the show that gives you a chance to hang with today's top contemporary jazz artists. I'm your host, Carl Brown. Welcome to today's program, everybody. Um, We're really excited about our guest today. She is one of the fresh new voices on the smooth jazz scene. She's a singer, a songwriter, who released her first project called Stone Child when she was only 16 years old. Um, Her sophomore release entitled Colors is supported by some of the, in addition to her voice, I should say, is supported by some of the producers that made hits for folks like George Benson and Al Jarreau. She brings a much-needed vocal sensitivity to the smooth jazz genre, and we have a feeling you will be hearing a lot of her music in the not-too-distant future. Please welcome to the show today, Miss Katie Waters. Katie, welcome to the show. Hi, thanks for having me. I'm so excited to be here today. Oh, thank you for thank you for taking time to talk to us. So you released your first project at 16. I, what was it like being thrust into the spotlight at such a young age? Um, I think it definitely was uh, a learning experience. Uh-huh. Um, it it definitely, I think, fostered a desire in me to latch on to my creativity and artistry that much more and you know uh being surrounded by you know such wonderful musicians and uh getting to see people do their thing on the stage i think that really helped me be able to create and write that album yeah yeah i mean it was really a cool album in that you know there was some Definitely some, you know, there was a jazz influence to it, but there was some, a lot of other things going on. A little hip hop, a little, you know, a little funk thing going on there, too. You know, how, it, I mean, like, what, where did all of that come from? Like, is that, like, were you listening to all that kind of music? Or have you, was it just, you know, your collaborations with the other artists you work with? How did that work? Yes, definitely. I think everything you heard was everything i've ever listened to you okay. know i definitely am a combination yeah all the music i love hip-hop i love jazz um i love it when it's signed you uh-huh. know um love like robert glasper and yeah. uh, the oldies of course like nina and uh, billy so i think you hear all of that in my music just you know yeah kind of locks in and it's in that sound just naturally so it just kind of comes together i am a combination of everything i've ever listened to so that's cool that's really really cool yeah so and your in your second release differs your, your colors release differs quite a bit from the first release the colors release seems like it's really more it's really it's really more jazzy but it's <laughs> really a lot more on the strength of your vocals too Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Um, Yeah, I think just being an artist, we're always reinventing ourselves, um, pushing the limits of where we can go Mm -hmm. creatively. And I think um, intuitively, that's just what uh, Colors became. It was just the next step of, you know, exploring a different side of my sound Uh and where I can go with it. That's cool. That's cool. So how would you say that you changed as an artist from the time between that first release and your most recent release? Oh, I mean, I just grew up. I think Mm -hmm. I had a lot more experiences um, living in LA, Uh um, going through different uh, sounds and hearing different types of music. Um, 
I think my my music just kind of reflected that, you know, what I was experiencing day to day and, uh, you know, just part of growing up. Like you just you shift and you evolve. Yeah, 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 sure. Mm -hmm. So you're a singer and a songwriter. So I am when you're writing. Where does that inspiration from writing for writing come from? Mm, good question. I think it definitely comes out organically. Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of times I'll just sit down at the piano and I'll hear a melody in my head and I'll okay. start from there and uh, a story kind of comes together, what I'm thinking of. Um, sometimes I pull from experiences, what's going on in the world around me. Uh -huh. uh, it just kind of is a collection of uh, whatever I'm feeling or whatever I'm feeling needs to be said. Mm -hmm. That's one of the greatest things we can do as artists. Is, yeah. Uh, you know, put real life stuff into our art and it can be reached to other people and mm -hmm. that are feeling the same. So yeah, it's one of the perks yeah. of what we get to do. Sure. That's pretty cool. That's, that's a, yeah, yeah that's a, that's a really cool thought that, you know, you just you, you you made the point that you know you grew up that was one of the evolutions for you right and that it sounds like yeah. life experience is really some of the what's fueling the inspiration for for your music which is a cool thing because it seems like that's more authentic right absolutely and that's what i try to be i try to be as genuine as possible everything comes from a real place mm -hmm. um and i think that can be felt right you yeah. can you can feel that in music you can't lie <laughs> like true. an audience will hear They'll yeah. hear every single word of what you're feeling or they'll feel, ah, yeah. She, yeah, she doesn't know what she's talking about. She doesn't know what she's saying. So, you know, it has to come from that genuine yeah. part of yourself. You have to be vulnerable. You have to be able to, you know, just live and yeah. die in front of people and just yeah. show them what what's going on. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. But, you know, that's such a cool point. And but I, I think, too, I don't like. That's a brave place to be in, right? <laughs> I mean, because you're putting yourself, your your complete self out there for mm -hmm. people, right? And how do you, I mean, like, how did you get to be so brave with the willingness to do that? Oh, sweet. Um, I think it's just something that's very natural for me. Okay. I grew up with storytellers in my family. So to me, it's just, connecting with people in a very unique way you mm -hmm. know there's little that we can do in the same way that we can with music connecting yeah. with people i think it's just really special and that's not something i'd want to miss out on because i was you know too afraid to say what i needed to say yeah so sometimes these conversations that's how i think of it they're just conversations in a musical format yeah. and we're just you know, we're just vibing together. Yeah, we're living. <laughs> that's cool. That's cool. So when you started off your career, were you, I'm just kind of curious, which came first for you? Was it, was it singing that came first? Was it songwriting that came first? Oh, that's hard to pinpoint. My okay. parents have always told me that I was always making up my own songs okay. for sure. Okay. <laughs> like every little everyday thing like she has uh -huh. a song to sing about it okay <laughs> like okay like they're saying okay child now come down uh -huh. be quiet it's just, uh, the end of the day i keep like uh -huh. be quiet <laughs> but <laughs> but um you know i i i think for me it was definitely uh music in general i think 
you know, Ray Charles has that quote where he says, music was born inside of me, like yeah. one of my lungs, my heart. Um, so I feel it's the same way. It's That's always cool. been a part of me, definitely. But, you know, I took great comfort in music. Um, music was my teacher. Uh, I come from a multicultural background. Okay. So growing up in the South, I definitely was looking for my identity and how to embody that uh-huh. myself and uh-huh. listening to things like strange fruit by billy holiday or nina or different women of their yeah. time uh talking about their experiences and what they were going to i could just relate uh-huh. and i felt um a familiarity with that and uh you know i, I think that's honestly what drew me in because it provided great comfort to me yeah i felt you know, on a similar way as uh, the songwriters and artists of those times. So yeah. my hope is that I can do the same and uh, that I'm able to create something authentic for someone else. That's cool. That's cool. So like, mm-hmm. how how did you get introduced to, to artists like Nina Simone? Was there somebody in your family? Was it just your inquisitiveness? How did you find artists like that? Uh, it's so funny. So I mean, I was the only one who listened to soul music. Uh-huh. I grew up on Motown. Marvin Gaye was my king. All right. Uh, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I loved Billy. Um, honestly, I I am a very, I'm a voracious reader. Okay. So I would read about different artists and books. And I grew up with like four channels on the television, right? And one of them was like an oldies. Mm. um channels so it would show things like good times and okay different different vibes like that different <laughs> television shows so i would be exposed to like marvin gay and different people yeah through these old movies and television shows and it connected with me so mm-hmm. i was like you know really took it in and i kind of became the soundtrack of my life as well cool just listening to them cool but, yes I, it was definitely just me. No one else. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, let's take a listen to a song off of your colors release. This is crazy. Time again, you 
was Crazy by Katie Water. So, Katie, where were you the first time you heard one of your songs on the radio? Oh, I was definitely in uh, L.A. Uh I heard it going across the radio station. Uh Uh, It's just such a surreal thing to hear your music being played out and you know, I had people texting me, you're on the radio, uh-huh. you know, uh, just excited. But, um, yeah, I think it's it's always a blessing um, to be able to see your dreams realized yeah. and things come to fruition. So I'm grateful for every moment. And, you know, I'm just, I'm here for the ride. Yeah. I'm here to see where it takes me. Yeah. I, I, like you, you, do you have, uh, do you have thoughts on where you want it to take you? Of course, yeah. dream big, right? Yeah, right, Guys right. It. Of course, um, would love someday to have a Grammy yeah. or, you know, uh, just, I really can't complain. Just like go to uh, different stages all around the world, which yeah. I've already been doing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think uh, there's so many things. Sky's the limit. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. I know you've already played some pretty big stages in the smooth jazz genre. I know you've done Catalina and you've done some other, mm-hmm. other big shows. Are there, uh, are there ones that you're like, Oh, I can't wait to do this one next or. Oh, I mean, goodness. I just think about places and okay. different, uh, I definitely have the travel bug and with yeah. pa- the pandemic, we yeah. haven't been doing as much as that. So right. I definitely have the itch to do it again mm-hmm. in different stages. Yeah. I mean, I would love to go, play blue note yeah. that would be fun in tokyo that'd be yeah. a lot of fun i've had a couple of friends who've done that that's so, cool japan please open up again right 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 <laughs> right right yeah we're waiting that's awesome that would be pretty cool that would be pretty cool it's funny mm-hmm. you know i've talked to a lot of artists and I, I was i i got an email from an artist the other day who he's been doing this for a really long time and at a really high level and he was so excited that he was playing the Hollywood Bowl again. Like it was, it was like, and he's done it before, but he was like, oh my God, I get to do the Hollywood Bowl again. So that's pretty cool that you guys as artists, like there's those, it's like there's these, um, those jewels out there that you get to go, get, a, get to go and polish again, right? Of course, of course, you know, uh, and also Carnegie Hall, that's one of mine as well. I think that'd be fun. Yeah. Oh, that would be uh, cool. Just, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but Hollywood Bolt, yes. yeah. Yeah, that yeah. would be a lot of fun. So, what's your process like when you're creating music? Um, how does that work for you? Where does it start? How do you know when a song is ready to be released to the world? Oh goodness, ah, it, I'm such a perfectionist. I'll just be real with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's hard for me to let go of a song because they're okay. my babies. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I just want it to. There's always that little thing that you hear like, ah, those drums could be just like a little bit more perfect or, uh-huh. you know, maybe a synth is on top of here, you know? So you definitely have, sometimes I have to be told like, okay, it's done. Okay. It's done, Katie. Yeah. We're, we're done. Yeah, and I'm yeah. like, okay. Okay. <laughs> it's not mine anymore. It's uh-huh. not mine. It's everybody else's. So it's, it's definitely hard sometimes, but, um, Man, I mean, just when I get really excited about a song Mm -hmm. and I just know it's going to vibe and I can already see it on stage, like that's when I know like it's pretty much ready to go out there. Yeah, yeah. You just said something interesting. 
do you are you envisioning as you're creating a song it sounds like you're also thinking about how that song's going to go over when you're doing a live show huh of course huh. of course uh you know i think about like what's gonna sound good in different venues different uh-huh. acoustics like what's gonna sound good in an arena what's yeah. gonna sound good outside you know but i think the really special ones i can already see them on stage okay. and i can see how it could go yeah so yeah that's cool you know I, I, i've talked to so many artists and you're the first one who talked about that aspect being a part of the creation of the song. Really? Yeah. That's surprising yeah. to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. So let's talk mm-hmm. a little bit more about that though. Like when you're what's it like for you preparing for a uh, um a show that you're doing? Like what's what's going on in your head and like how much are you practicing, all that kind of stuff? Oh my gosh. Yeah, it's it's always super hectic. Um as much as I love to be prepared, you know, things, something always got goes awry. Mm-hmm. So you have to take the punches as they come. Like something could be wrong with, you know, the sound engineer yeah. or like maybe it was that, you know, when you're doing sound check and you're like, oh no, oh no, please don't do that. On stage. <laughs> and you, you just hope it stays fixed. Yeah. You know? But. No, I mean, I, I'm really lucky, man, for sure. I have a great team around me. I have, you know, the greatest band with me. So I feel really safe in that space to just be able to do what I need to do and just be an artist, you know? So for sure. I think, uh, but like trivial things, I think it's like, okay, does everyone have their music? Is everyone mm-hmm. ready to go? <laughs> the sheets mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or like on your iPad, are you ready? Let's go. Let's yeah, go. Yeah. 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 Now, I think it's the energy. It's okay. exciting. Okay. When you're on stage, are you experiencing the audience or are you so locked into doing what you need to do that, you know, you're, 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 you're that's harder to do? Hmm. I think I, I'm one of those that has a good balance of both. Okay. Uh, I'm an extrovert by nature. Okay. So when you give me energy, yeah. I give you energy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I, I feel like I get a, like I just power up when I'm yeah. on stage. Okay. Um, so I, I think I just enjoy it sometimes. Um, if it's a particularly really big crowd, like I might get nervous the first song, but uh-huh. once I have it locked in, like I'm just having fun. Good. It's just fun to be up there. Yeah, yeah. I think that's one of the things too that you really notice as a as an audience, a person in the audience. You you really do get a sense of when someone an artist is really just having a good time, right? Like you I don't think I don't think people always understand how much preparation goes into you know, putting on a live show and there's a ton of work that goes into it. Right. And there's like, you know, everything from, you know, not just the hours, the countless hours of practicing and honing your craft, but the connection with your band and all those things, all those things play a huge part in a show. And I don't think people always understand how much goes into it, but people do feel when the artist makes a connection with them. Definitely. I think uh, just as a music, it's it's right in your face, you know, when you're mm-hmm. there. And uh, I think it's just special if you can imprint something on someone's spirit yeah. or their heart and yeah. reach them in that way. Because a lot of the times people come to our shows to escape, right? Yeah. 
They no just want to get away and they want to uh, feel something or remember something yeah. from a certain time. So uh, again, it's really special that we get to do that. Um, and it can be very moving, yeah. especially when people are singing along with you. Yeah. And you kind of feel connected. It's just this one entity, uh, you know, human race. Here we are. Yeah. We're all together. Yeah. Yeah. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Well, let's take a listen to another cut from, uh, from your colors release. This is Sanctuary. Yeah. 
was Katie Waters, our guest today, with her song, Sanctuary. So, Katie, when you aren't making music, how do you like to spend your time? Oh, goodness. Uh, that's hard to say. Uh, I mentioned before, I am such a reader. I mm-hmm. love my books. So, uh, I definitely love to read. I love hanging out with my friends, um, spending quality family time. Yeah. Uh, what else do I do? I mean, I'm honestly, I'm always singing. I'm always uh-huh. creating, even if it turns to, to something that goes in the vault. Okay. So, you know, to the point, my friends are like, enough. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh-huh. Not everything needs to be a song. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I don't know. I just, um, I love life. I love experiencing yeah. new things, trying to learn. Uh, uh-huh. I'm a language lover for sure. Okay. I like to pick up new languages, study, oh, wow. try to learn Uh so um yeah i think i'm a student of life for sure uh and that's never gone away in my spirit so i gotta tell you you know sitting here and talking to you you seem like you're so mature beyond your years thank you thank you i get that a lot yeah yeah yes i've always been called an old soul (laughs) yeah 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 but that's a good thing i think right i mean you know like it's for sure you know, like you're, uh, you're, you know, all the things that you like, it's a, it's a big responsibility being an artist who's, you know, who's having success. Right. And there's a lot that comes with that. And I think having, having a level of maturity to be able to handle that bodes well for your, you know, your long-term success and, you know, yeah, no doubt about it. No doubt about it. So we do this segment on our show, Katie. It's called Bout It or Doubt It, all right? So if you're about it, it's something okay. that you like. If you doubt mm-hmm. it, it's something that you're just not feeling, okay? So can we can we get mm-hmm. you to play? Absolutely. Let's go. All right. Let's do it. I started this body If you bout it, get them up. I mean you body body. I mean body. We say you body body. I represent. I doubt it. All right, so Katie, we're going to spin the wheel, and we're going to get you a category, and then we'll ask you a couple of about it or doubt it questions, okay? Okay. All right, Katie, your category today is movies, all right? About it or doubt it, sci-fi films? I got to say doubt it. All right, all right. Just not I'm feeling it, huh? me, but... Star Wars fans, don't come for me. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll keep them at bay. We'll keep them at bay. <laughs> okay. I, you know, I, I understand Baby that, Yoda's though. Baby Yoda's very cute, though. Yeah, yeah. Very cute. 
No, I didn't get the right name, but they're going to come for me. I already know. My friends are going to kill me. <laughs> are, your, are your friends sci-fi fans? Grogu. Grogu? Oh, I think that's there it. There we go. I think I, that's it. It. Came, it came to me. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Very cute. Oh, oh, this is scary. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> so are your friends sci-fi fans or? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. yeah. They love Star Wars, Marvel. Um yeah, all of that. Yeah. All of that. They're super into it and all the different theories and uh-huh. different worlds and the time continuums. Yeah, yeah. So it just goes over my head. I see, um, I'm like but- you. I'm just like you. <laughs> my wife and my daughter, they love it. They love it. And I don't dislike mm. it, but mm-hmm. I just don't get into it like they do. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly it. Yeah. Okay. I feel you. I feel you. All right. Well, let's ask you one more. Okay. How about comedy films? Of yeah. Course. Love to laugh. Are yeah. I love comedy. So what are some of your favorite comedy films? Oh, like off the top of my head, comedy films. Mm, I don't know. Uh, they're not really. Let me see. I mean, I grew up in the early 2000s, like as a kid. So, uh-huh. I mean, I grew up watching a lot of. I mean, there was Napoleon Dynamite. Yep. Oh, that's Diggs. a good one. You know, you got your classics. Yeah. <laughs> but just lighthearted. It doesn't have to be Oscar worthy. Just a little chuckle, you know, yeah. makes yeah. your heart feel light. Yep. So <laughs> I like those. I do too. Like I'm, I'm like you in that regard that like, like it doesn't have to be Oscar worthy is for sure. And mm-hmm. just something senseless and, and kind of, it doesn't have to make sense. It just has to make me laugh. You know, yes, <laughs> you know? that's absolutely. good enough. That's you got good it. enough. You got it. <laughs> one, one of mine is a film with early film by Nicolas Cage with Holly Hunter, I believe, called Raising Arizona. It is. Oh, I've heard of it. It is. It is just silly. It's it's funny. It's silly. It's it's one of those movies that I could just watch it over and over again, and I still laugh at the same stuff all the time. But it just it just takes your mind away from stuff. Yes, absolutely. Are there artists out there that you like? You know, I know some of the folks you've been working with have worked with. You've worked with other artists. They've worked with a lot of other artists. Are there folks out there that you're that you're thinking, oh man, I would love to collaborate with this person or that person? Oh, one hundred percent. If I hear somebody out there. And I get excited by the sound. I'm like, oh, I can just hear like yeah. a clap. Um, for sure. Uh, Sam Henshaw is one of the first ones that comes to mind. Okay. UK artist. Does uh-huh. R&B, soul. He yeah. Has, definitely. You can hear in his music. He's soulful and has a little bit of a jazz thing going on. So I'm like, I, I could work with you, sir. If yeah. you ever want the time. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yes. But uh, different, different people. Yeah, for sure. Um, ah, who else? I just, mm, there's so many people. Umi, she's a good artist as well. She's based in LA, R&B soul. Yeah. uh, And she's, she's got a cool thing going on. So different, different people. I have so many that I would love. That's really cool. So have you, are you, um, when you think about your projects going forward, how do they come to bear? Like, is it an idea for a project? And like, I've talked to some artists who like, all of their albums, they want their albums to tell. Sometimes they want their albums to tell a story continuously. Sometimes they're experimenting with new things in their careers. Like, how does that happen for you? Oh, my goodness. I mean, I think it's different for each record because it's going to have different topics, different themes, different mm-hmm. concepts, different 
explorations within yourself and introspectively. So it's, it's like, you know, it's like going on different trips, different journeys. So I think for me, I tried to stay on topic, uh, Uh which is hard. My brain bounces around creatively sure. just goes doom 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 so but I know that feeling too <laughs> always trying to work on the next thing yeah it's it's good which you know is a problem because most musicians we have that within ourselves but yes i do try to stay on topic i think it just comes from uh going with a certain concept mm-hmm. and a different a certain story and then exploring the different uh nuances within that yeah and then you can pinpoint uh what the album is going to be but you never know when you're just starting you're just kind of going through it and Mm -hmm. seeing where it takes you Mm -hmm. and you have to be open to that yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) so what was it what was it about the the smooth jazz genre like you're as a singer songwriter i mean you really can and and given your influences you really can make an impact on really all kinds of genres of music right but what was it about smooth jazz that says, well, I want to, I want to play in this, in this camp a little bit here. Uh, I mean, I am just a lover of music and I think it is really unique and nice to be able to explore different sounds that I hear. Mm-hmm. I mean, I never honestly think I'm one thing yeah. as many artists, we are, uh, definitely a combination of everything that we've listened to as i've said but you know i yeah you have to fit in certain boxes so it's fun to jump around different boxes yeah but i've always just had a great love for jazz Uh and i always will because it's uh really the basis of who i am as an artist it's where i began so i think it's a natural fit for Mm -hmm. me to be able to explore that yeah. Well, I, it's certainly it's certainly much needed. I, I think there are some there are some really great vocalists in this genre, but there's not enough vocalists in the genre. And so it's really great to have artists like you who are coming into the genre, who are bringing your your vocal, your vocal prowess and sensitivities to it. So why don't we listen to another one of your songs? And, I, and before we get to this song, we're going to play Mountain Sound. But is there a story behind this song? Because when I listened to it, I kept thinking to myself. There's, there's got to be a story behind this song. Yes, uh, I think it's it's a song that is basically a love letter to mm-hmm. everyone who's ever raised me and my hometown. I'm originally from the Ozarks, okay. so I'm a mountain girl yeah. by nature. Yeah. So, you know, I think it was just an appreciation. I wanted that song to feel like a hug yeah. when you heard it and yeah. to feel warm. And I think we were able to do that and for people to feel that love. So yeah. it's very special to me. Uh, one of my favorites off of the album. And I'm so glad well, you get to hear it today. Well, let's take a listen to Katie Waters with Mountain Sound. Because we know we have all the time in the world We work real hard so we'll go far But appreciate the small And we keep on listening to the sound 
All right, you just heard from our guest today, Katie Waters, with her song, Mountain Sound. And so, Katie, we um, tell us something that your, that your fans and our audience would be surprised to learn about you. Oh, let's see. I can introduce myself in Japanese. Huh. <laughs> I can. Let's hear um, it. Watashi wa Katie's son. All right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Yeah. <laughs> How many other languages under your belt? Is that? Oh, oh goodness. Uh, I can do Spanish, of okay. course. I have to in the household. They'll uh-huh. kill me if I don't. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the, the familia. Uh, English, of course. Uh, I think in English. Uh-huh. Um, what else? Uh, I pick up different things, but those are the main three okay. that I kind okay. of know. But, That's yeah. pretty cool. That'll serve you well it's when you get to uh, when you get to the Blue Note in Japan, right? Yes, yes. See, prepping. Got to make the dreams work. If you weren't doing music, what do you think you'd be doing for a living? Ooh, see, I've thought about this. Uh, definitely not a mathematician. Uh-huh. Uh, it's false when they say that you're great at math as a musician. <laughs> I'm okay. Uh-huh. You know, better at English. Yeah. Great at English. But, um, ah. Uh, my second love really is words and mm-hmm. uh, books. So I think I'd probably be an author. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so still in the writing realm, but you know, a little bit more quietly. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I think that's what I would do. Yeah. I would be an author, a writer. What was the last book you read? Ooh, last book I read uh, off the top of my head. Um, before the coffee goes cold. Okay. What's it about? Uh, it's about, uh, it's kind of, hmm, there's this restaurant that people go to. And if you sit down and take a sip of this coffee, you're able to transport back to a moment in time oh, of wow. your choosing. But you have to drink your coffee all of it before it goes cold or you'll be stuck there right so it lets and you're not able to change the past you're only able to like relive it for a moment okay come back and you have to live in the present but you know i I thought that was a very interesting concept to be able to go back um it's a light read so you could read it on a plane you know if you have like a three-hour trip you're good to go Uh uh-huh but you know uh it's really delightful and makes you think so uh definitely i would recommend yeah that's cool that sounds like a really cool concept mm-hmm. never thought about that have to do it before <laughs> your coffee goes cold that's interesting how do you how do you go about like like you talk about being uh being someone who loves reading like how do you pick up on how do you find new books to read new things to read Oh, goodness. Uh, well, I have my Goodreads app, so I'm always looking. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and, you know, I'll, I live in bookstores. You uh-huh. can't stop me. Even <laughs> when I go on trips with my girls, I'm like, guys, but let's check out like a locally owned like uh-huh. bookstore, mom and pops. Let's go. Cool. Like, Isn't this a punishment? No, <laughs> just leave me here for an hour. Go to the beach. I'll meet you there. You know, I'm just going to check out the new books. But I think I, I just I have a very curious, overactive, overthinking mind, mm-hmm. and reading helps quiet it okay. a little bit. Yeah, yeah. So I think I'm just always looking for new titles, new things, and uh, it also helps with my writing. So yeah. you know, 
it, it keeps your mind going. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's pretty neat. That's pretty cool. So, mm-hmm. so I have a couple questions I love to ask all of our guests. So I'm, I'm going to, I'm not going to spare you today. I'm going to throw you right into that one too. So, oh, no. <laughs> so the first one is, um, what are your favorite three albums of all time? Oh, don't do that to me. <laughs> I do it to oh, everybody though. Sir. <laughs> I think, uh, Am I allowed to look at my my? Oh yeah, it's not, we, we can we can use notes for this. This is not a this is not a notes free exam here. Okay, we get to get to look a little bit. One of them has got to be. Um, uh, I just gotta think. It's it's definitely Donny Hathaway. Um, yeah, I believe it. Someday we'll all be free. Okay. Is the actual title? Yeah. Uh, the you know the tan vinyl with the space like yes. I love that one, uh-huh. um, and that affected me a lot as a child. Uh, gosh, it's probably Marvin Gaye as well. Uh-huh. Marvin Gaye, I would say, what's going on? Yeah, like yeah. of course, that's, that's just a such a staple of my childhood. So yeah, yeah. has to be there. And then I don't know. I think because uh, Nina's. And Billy's records were already, uh, you know, good music has no expiration date, but right. it is kind of put into greatest hits by the time I came around. Yeah. With the 2000s. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. I think um, probably one of their records. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, as well. That's cool. I think those are probably my top three, but it's so hard to choose. There's so much great music. It really is. It, it, you're so right. It is hard to choose. And I was, mm-hmm. I was talking to somebody recently and they said that. That question changed. The answer for that to that question would change for them on a weekly basis, you know? Yes, 100 <laughs> you know, percent. Because there's always new stuff coming out and you're always rediscovering stuff like I I was, um, you know, I was part of the MTV generation and I was talking to someone not that long ago and he mentioned this band that was really popular back then. But then you kind of didn't hear about him anymore. And it was a band called Level 42. When I asked him this question, he mentioned Level 42, and it was so fun for me because I immediately left the studio, and I went, and I pulled up Level 42, and I started listening to it. And that's one of the things that – one of the reasons why I love asking this question is because I always rediscover something, too, because everybody has different answers, you know? Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. So go ahead. Oh, no. I was just going to say definitely – I mean, you always want to get music to – uh, recommendations from other music lovers or yeah. musicians yeah. they'll always turn you on to something new and then you're just like ah how did i not how did i not already know this you that's know so true like, i'm mad i didn't hear it first yeah that's so true i mean you, there's so much there great is. stuff out there and so many people doing such great work that it's like yeah if you could just get all the good stuff and just like i can spend hours and hours just listening to music i don't need anything else I can just sit and listen to music and all different kinds of music, and, I, and I'm just happy doing that. Absolutely, 100%. Yeah. I couldn't agree more. So another question I love, love to ask all of our guests is, you can invite any three people, living or deceased, to a dinner party. Who's coming to Katie's dinner party, and what's on the menu? Oh, gosh. Like, in general? <laughs> mm-hmm. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Questions. They're, yeah, very thought-provoking. Ah, uh, I have to think. Mm, well definitely like freddie mercury i think he would just light up the space you know i was not to be that hipster type but i did listen to queen Uh before the movie Uh Uh 
you know, yeah, I would definitely invite Freddie. Um, there's so many writers I'd love to just pick their brains too. I don't know. Goodness. Um, hmm, hmm, hmm. Uh, I think it'd be really fun to invite maybe like one of the writers from the twenties uh-huh. might be interesting. Uh, I have like this whole midnight in Paris thing going in my head. Okay. <laughs> like, the movie. Okay. like who would you invite? Yeah. Um, oh goodness. Yeah. Probably Freddie Mercury, maybe Amy Winehouse. Oh uh, yeah. That's um, not a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, like a writer. I don't know. Maybe Hemingway or yeah, somebody, Just you somebody go. you could talk to or yeah. like somebody in history, I think would be interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So what's Those on the menu? Well, it's on the menu. Yeah. Well, I'm vegan. Okay. So, uh, veggies. Veggies. Gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> Probably. I honestly, I love, uh, uh, I love Thai food at the moment. So uh-huh. I would probably have like a Thai, Thai assortment, gotcha. of, you know, stir fry. Uh-huh. That'd be great. That would be good. Mm-hmm. That sounds pretty good. Mm-hmm. All right. So what's, what can you tell our, our, our listeners and, fans what else can we expect from you in 2022 and beyond katie oh goodness more to uh expect i'm uh definitely going to be releasing new music this year um and uh, i'll be touring so there's going to be some announcements that'll be coming together so look forward to those yeah but yeah, I'm just excited. 2022 is a very exciting time. So. Good for you. Good things for to look you. forward to. It sounds like it. It sounds like a lot of good things going for you. So we really want to thank you for taking time to to talk talk with us today. I know you're busy. You're 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 down in Dallas recording right now. But we take really appreciate the fact that you would take some time away from that to have a conversation with us today. And we wish you nothing but continued success. Oh my God. Thank you so much. And I so appreciate you having me on today. Absolutely. Our pleasure. Our pleasure. That's our show for this week. Be sure to check out our website, freshcoastjazz.com to sign up for our email list so you can stay up on what's going on with contemporary jazz. We'll see you next time on Fresh Coast Jazz Backstage. 